Warning, this podcast contains spoilers. Warning, this podcast contains spoilers. Let's go watch it in 2D. No, let's go watch it in 3D. But if we watch it in 3D, then is it worth the cost? Oh, listen to this. Venom Returns. Bingo. Teddy Brock, tell the world there's gonna be carnage. You bet your ass. Even when I got kicked to the curb. Venom, let there be carnage. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Sporter Cast for Venom, let there be carnage. I'm Adolf, and I have with me the fantastic Classic Jake. Howdy, folks. And the marvelous New Jake. Hi, everybody. Now, before we get into a lot of spoilers, I do want to give everyone a, a quick minute or so to give a chance to, if you, you know, heads up if you liked it or not, just in case someone did not listen to our spoiler-free version of the podcast. Um, New Jake, what's your thoughts on the movie overall and the 3D? Uh, the movie was okay. Um, I'm still trying to decipher if it's an improvement over the original or not. I mean, I like the original. I don't know if it's better. It's about the same, I feel, but maybe maybe I need a little bit more time to figure that out. But And the 3D was also about on par with the last film. I don't know if it's much of an improvement or not. So, yeah, it was good. <laughs> okay, I'll go next. Um, I feel like it was an improvement on both ends. Um, I, I watched the original... Uh, Venom in IMAX 3D, and that was very uh-huh. disappointing. <laughs> um, and I watched this on regular 3D, and it was kind of a... I didn't love it as much as the classic Jake did. Um, I liked it. I thought it was good. Um, the movie itself, I feel like, is an improvement where I didn't like the original Venom. I like this movie. I, I The other one did not connect with me, didn't click. This one clicked. And I laughed, and I was like, okay, I get it. I get it now. It works. It, it is funnier. Uh, I do agree with that, but it's rushed. So um, I would give it a 6 out of 10. Um, New Jake? Yeah, same. Yeah, 6 out of 10. Very solid uh, number for that. All right. Classic Jake, you're the one that high, uh, high highest on this movie, right? <laughs> I so. give it an 8 out of 10. Uh, I uh, I thought this was more character driven and comedy driven, uh, which for me worked because to me the first Venom movie, the Lobster Tank uh, scene, was what really worked, and they just kind of doubled down on that with this movie, yeah. and it worked for me. Yeah, I, lo- I love. It's kind of a trashy character anyway. They just gave us a fun, trashy movie. <laughs> I mean, I, I love the reference to the lobster tank in this movie. I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah. Okay, so now we're going to get into the spoiler section of this podcast. So I just want to give everyone a quick heads up, yay, uh, on it. <laughs> and I think we're all kind of, we all like it to different degrees. So, you know, it'll be, if it was thumbs up, thumbs down. I would say thumbs up. Uh, and all of us, yeah, I think we up. agree. 
So yeah. All right, so let's get to the Venom movie. Um, how this movie started, uh, we got a. Um, it was like a, a credits a pre timeline. I, I don't know. My brain's no function now. Yeah, uh, back in ninety six. Back in ninety six, scene. Um, a flash for flash backward, or, or or I don't know. Flashback, yeah. Flashback, yeah. Um, and you get to have a sense of who this Cletus guy was and um, how he like, fell in love with this Shriek woman, which she is a mutant. Yeah. They didn't like shy away around it. And um, I was like, I actually kind of like this love story of between them. They're both crazy and they both kind of work together. <laughs> it, it felt like uh, natural born killers, but in PG-13. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, and uh, and you can see the first money saving uh, uh, that stuff they did in the instead of using the aging technology, they just dubbed in the adult actors uh, for the kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like they hit him in the shadows, and <laughs> yeah, hearing Woody Harrelson's voice come out of that little kid was a <laughs> uh, the, the the girl was fine. I don't know if Naomi Harris dubbed over her, but, you know, she looked like her, but the guy, the kid who played uh, Woody Harrelson did not look like him at all. <laughs> yeah, that's why his face was in shadows most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> now, honestly, I think they should have just shaved Woody Harrelson because his little wig was distracting the whole yeah. movie. I mean, it, it wasn't the red-headed mess that was from the first Venom movie, but, man, it wasn't good. Yeah. Well, I mean... If you if you have that burned in your memory of sideshow Bob of uh, Cletus Cassidy, I mean it is an improvement. I mean it would be better if it was just sideshow Bob as a Venom villain. I mean they can have CG uh, creatures, but they can't have decent rugs for the hair. I mean they they should have just kept Woody Harrelson bald. I mean that's what he is anyway. Yeah. Now, um, so, Classic Jake, when you reviewed this, you mentioned that the first maybe 20 minutes of this movie was not good 3D. And I totally agree with you. Uh, New Jake, did you have that experience where it was not good 3D until the execution scene? There there was a couple of good parts. Um, I I like the scene on the motorcycle with the 3D rain and stuff, which looked pretty cool. Uh, and then also the opening shot of that Saint Estes place where the you know the younger characters are at, that was pretty decent. But other than that, it was like, eh. I've seen worse, but I've seen better. Um, so be very flat until they got to uh, the execution thing. Then the whole palette of the movie changed. It went from being all these greens and blues. Because uh, basically we got a whole bunch of red, and then it just really brightened up. Uh, I mean, also like the scene where uh, you know he's in the holding cell for death row, and that that kind of had some nice depth to it. But yeah, it was kind of fairly disappointing until the execution scene. Yeah, I thought it was a stylistic choice because it just kind of eased on in. It just seemed to be a very deliberate choice for the three D. 
Yeah, it just seemed like, okay, well, this character's coming to life. Why not the 3D? Makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, so, I, I was a little bit lost on the relationship between Cletus and uh, Eddie Brock, because, like, they imply one, but I don't re- really see when that happened. <laughs> uh, the post credit scene in the first Venom movie. Yeah, but it's it's still. I kind of feel like there should be more than that. <laughs> I mean that that was. Uh, I guess from what Andy Circus has said, that was his choice of let's just get to the action and make it a quick ninety minute movie. So, yeah. So, <laughs> um, new J- classic Jake, you said that this was a pretty lean thing. New Jake, you think this is a rushed thing? I mean, in certain regards, yes. Uh, I mean, I would really love to have more characterization, especially when it comes to Carnage, which is like the Venom villain antagonist. It would have been more helpful and also maybe develop Shriek more. But other than that, I was fine with it. Yeah, I was fine with it, too, because it was like, uh, I'm not a big fan of these characters in the comics. I mean, because most of their backstory is eye-rolling soap opera uh, boys and not even well-developed soap opera for boys. I mean, there's a reason why people make so much fun of '90s comics. So, and I think captured it that that kind of manic, half-assed uh, development, action, and humor. I, I agree, and um, I think the humor really worked in this movie overall. Um, where I was a little bit hesitant on the Venom character being, you know, before, I get it. I get it this time. It worked for me this time. So if you go back to the future and or go back to the present, and Eddie is, you know, going to try to get some more information from Cletus in the present, um, and they're trying to do like do an interview with him and Venom gets upset and starts attacking him and then the governor decides that he could uh resend the um it's kind of hilarious that resend the death penalty um ban and then go ahead and execute him yeah. <laughs> I was like okay I guess it's not the way that works but <laughs> what the hell go yeah. with it <laughs> And then you do see that Cletus does bite him and like suck yes. his blood, and it's like, oh, I've tasted blood. I know what blood tastes like. So this is kind of a big change in the comics that I know of. I always assume that different symbiotes were different creatures. That you know, Carnage was its own thing, Venom was his own thing, and all the other ones were own separate entities. So this is like saying that they're like asexual creatures. And that they breed, and um, that's how they breed, right? You could read it that way. Yeah, that's a legitimate reading of how they did it in the movie. I didn't have a problem with it, because like I said, the comics are just these convoluted soap operas that are going to make your eyes roll. Well, um, I know, I know in the first movie, it was just legit different symbiotes who uh, managed to tack on other people, and I, I, I mean, I have no problem with it. It's just... A little different in this movie. Yeah. So Venom was actually being um, 
useful to Eddie and like investigating the murder and like giving him hints and like those back and forth scenes where they're investigating and like Venom is taking control. It's like this actually works. I like this a lot. <laughs> yeah, I like when Venom took control. It was like taking both hands and drawing everything yeah. he remembered in from the jail cell. I like that a yeah. lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. I yeah. wanted more of that. <laughs> Yeah. I wanted to do an investigation of the murder instead of what we got, but I mean, there was one bit of information I wish we were given. Uh, like when Cletus bites um, Eddie, this did be a, becomes red. Uh, so uh, I would have been nice to know why he became red and why Venom was scared of a red symbiote. Yeah, they, they didn't explain. It. It's like, oh my god, that's a red one. <laughs> yeah, that would have been nice. Yeah. I mean, that's why my score is where it is. I did take points off. Um, so we get the impression that whenever they're gonna execute him with the lethal injection, that the symbiote that he the part of him, which we don't really even know how much of a symbiote they need to like break off to be its own thing. I guess it's like a drop or something. I don't know. Um, yeah. So Cletus got that drop, and the symbiote that was in him fought back and um, didn't want to die in that way. So he broke out to become Carnage there in the jail. And uh, yeah, I did feel like that one scene, like there was more color and there was more, like um, that face where you see Carnage for the first time, it really pops. Yes. Both visually and 3D wise, it pops. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And, like, his tentacles, and I don't know if they're tentacles or not, but his appendages, I guess, were all over the place. Yeah. yeah. And he was just wrecking havoc in the jail. <laughs> A PG-13 havoc. <laughs> yeah, my wife mentioned that. She was like, oh, you know, for something named Carnage, you would think there'd be more uh, Carnage. Yeah, like... Actual beheadings that does a cutaway blood. Like I was expecting a blood tornado, but no PG thirteen. I was like, did they pilot for a PG thirteen? I mean, did they have a scene equal to the head biting scene in Shazam? Uh, not quite, but they. Yeah. Uh, I they. I mean, I've never seen a movie with so many people begging for their lives, especially yeah. in a PG thirteen movie um so we learned then that uh the venom you know that eddie brock's former fiance wants to talk to him and they have a meeting um and she's getting she's going to marry the the new boyfriend that she was introduced in the first movie and um we do learn that also venom was had wants to eat brains like he wants to eat and uh eddie just leaves him to eat chicken instead of human brains um, so he, you can tell that Eddie is very much trying not to ha- let Venom out and play. Yeah, because they're they're under like uh, scrutiny from the FBI, supposedly from all that stuff from the last movie. Which makes sense. It makes total sense. Yes, yeah. I mean, yeah. but they don't really show like the FBI or any agents like just keeping an eye on like an Ant Man and the uh, Wasp. Which yes, that would have been kind of nice to have a, a Jimmy Woo like character. Kind of, sort of, he's just kind of angry all the time. Yeah, like uh, you're just having him. It's like I'm watching you, doing that watch you face finger thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. 
in the comics, that character becomes another symbiote, and I don't remember which one it is. Uh, Toxin. I mean, basically, in the 90s, when they updated the comics code to where they could use certain words, that's what they named all these uh, characters. Yeah. So, we get a falling out between Eddie and Venom, and um, Venom leaves him, and like they have a big thing where they're like throwing stuff off the balcony or throwing stuff off the apartment, and you know Venom is as Eddie is legit sad. Yeah, it was all cheesy and corny, but it works. Um, yeah. Oh, we can't forget Sunny and Cher. Yeah, that's all chickens. the chickens. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, and then Eddie just takes them to a park and abandons them to their own. This is San Francisco. I can believe that. Yeah, uh, that whole sequence is actually really funny, and I like it that Venom would just And then like, they stayed in the same spot. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that's the way chickens kind of are. Yeah. Well, that whole scene where Venom goes on town at night and, like, keeps going to different hosts... And to try to, and then he, like he parties up, and like no one's scared. He's like, "Oh, that's an awesome costume because it's apparently some kind of holiday or something in, in San Francisco." I don't know. Uh, just a rave, yeah. Not holiday, just a rave. Yeah, and then it's uh, I think it's supposed to be Pride, and then um, Venom gets up, gives a speech, and everybody thinks he's coming out. Well, I mean, he does say, "I'm having a uh, coming out uh, party, coming out moment," you know. I, I thought it was kind of a nice lull and a, and a funny bit of a, of kind of gay coding or gay baiting, depending on your point of view. I thought it was hysterical. Uh, but, like, I mean, you could have easily taken that out of the movie and, you know, they, they added it for the collar because he's wearing, a, you know, a whole bunch of neon. Yeah. I, I still like that. See, I, I didn't see it as gay. I just, like, I don't know what he's doing. But it's all kind of just funny because he's silly and he's dumb and he. I mean, it's 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 a gay reference that's probably going to pass censors around the globe. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't come out with extreme sexuality um, or anything like that. So I think most censors are going to just let it go, and if they don't, it's not going to cut the flow of the movie. Yeah. And, like, you do have Detective Mulligan kind of investigating Eddie, and it's like, okay, I know something is up with you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the aliens. Yeah. Um, and, like, his, like, um, I was a little bit confused by his reporter boss. It's like, so he works for him, or he's, like, watching him? I'm a little bit confused by that. Reporter boss? Yeah, like, tell me the scoop of what's going on. I think it's a... Oh, oh, I think he was just, like, because he was not getting, like, the information for the bodies, and maybe he felt he should take credit. That's what I took from it. I don't know. Yeah, that was something they could have... They That was something else that needed to be a little fleshed out there. Now, uh... I was wondering why Eddie and Venom like couldn't speak in their own mind, um, and I thought at first it was just because the movie got a movie. But then I was thinking about it, and I was like, my wife mentioned this, um, and she said, "Well, maybe he can't 
that Eddie, you know, that Venom is in his brain and that his ability to think in his mind is taken out by Venom being in that mind. So that's why Eddie has to talk in person. Um, he can't just think that way. And I think that's actually a decent explanation to that. I wish the movie would have yeah. mentioned that, but, you know. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. But I also think it was a choice made because the movie's got a movie. Yeah. Like, uh, they had to keep that 97-minute runtime, just keep it going. And um, Carnage wants to get revenge on um, the cop. <laughs> yes. And um, Cletus wants to get no, Cletus wants to get his girlfriend back, Francis, which is Shriek. Yes. Uh-huh. Shriek then, wants the cop. <laughs> and yeah, yeah um, and they they want to get shot married. Out her eye. Yeah, because like he he shot out her eye. And she also made him deaf in his left ear. Which is kind of surprised that, you know, taking a shriek to the head like that in that one scene didn't just, like, blow up his head. <laughs> yeah. And it only affected his left ear instead of, like, hearing in both ears. So who knows what that. Um, what was that? I just said that the movie's got a movie thing. It's going and... I did like that uh, Miss Chain got to be with Venom for a scene. That was actually really funny. Yes. <laughs> and uh, uh, Michelle Williams knew who it was immediately. And I, I like how the eyes uh, were <laughs> like it was Venom's eyes, but the rest of it was Miss Chain. And like Venom actually did care about Eddie. And they actually do oh, like yeah. each other at the end of the day. Um, you know, <laughs> I it, believe it's love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There, mm-hmm. oh, and the and the scene in the don't forget about when Michelle flirts with Mrs. Chin. Yeah. You know it's Eddie's uh, because she was in the symbiote, so she knows how Venom feels about her and Eddie. So she took advantage of that to get uh, Venom to come back help. Yeah, took advantage of his ego. <laughs> uh, yes, exactly. That was beautifully played. Mm-hmm. Now I do appreciate that this movie stays at a small scale. They don't try to take over the world or save the universe. It's just a small scale thing. Carnage kills things that's in his way, but he doesn't go out of his way to kill anyone. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a self contained film, which you really don't even need to see the first film, but unless you want to see how they grew to like each other. Um, I mean, I do feel like. You can not watch the first one, but I also feel like you really should watch the first one. Um, oh, yeah, because I mean, it is a good movie. Yeah. Not every day you see uh, Tom Hardy sit in a lobster tank eating lobster tails. <laughs> yeah. So you eventually get to where they're trying to get married, and I, they they get a poor priest to, to do the ceremony. I was like, yeah. what? Marriage? What are they talking about? I thought they just wanted to be together. Like, you know, I don't think they care about constructive marriage, but okay, movie, okay. Uh, I mean, make it official, I guess. Maybe it's religion. Maybe they're religious or something. I mean, this is the cliche, the, the fight out in uh, the church. I mean, just think of how many movies they've had scenes like this. Batman, 
just to keep it in the comic book realm. I mean, at least they didn't get married. It was just Tim Burton thought it looked gothic for the church, so he used it, and it was a good ending. I mean, heck, uh, John Woo's used it. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. I mean, Metropolis, yeah. the extended version of the final cut of Metropolis. They run yeah. around. And, I mean, it's, it's, an, it's just something that movies got a movie. Yeah. And the 3D looks great in that. Oh, yeah. There were some great pop-outs. Yes. And also, there is a bell in the church they can use to hurt the symbiotes. Yeah, one thing I hated was um, they, they yank out the, the little ringer part because it's affecting both the symbiotes. It's like, don't do that. And, and then the bell falls, and it still makes a clanging sound. I don't know if that's how it would work. Well, at least it was a different sound. So I yeah. would go with the flow. Because it didn't make the exact same sound. Um, so, I do think the comedy works. I do think it's really goofy. It's its own thing. And um, I do feel like what Classic Jake said in the Spoiler Free podcast is that it knows what it is and it goes 100% into that. So, it it, yeah. it feels comfortable in its own body and it it knows what it's it knows the kind of movie it is and it is that which you know it's kind of hard to describe but it makes sense that they don't try to overreach they don't try to make this about the end of the world or uh, make this into a drama or anything they know it's a silly dumb comic book movie and they just have fun with it i mean yeah, it doesn't even really build up into a multi multi-part series of like film universe like mcu it's just its own thing and i'm fine with that it's kind of refreshing what you didn't want to have a morbius tease i mean it kind of would have been okay but out of place but i do i do like the post-credits teaser i mean that's perfect Oh, we got. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, yes. But you know what I'm saying, though, that because Morbius is the next quote unquote Sony movie. Well, besides Spider-Man, Enough Way Home. But yeah, Morbius is, is is next outside of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I don't know what the hell what universe it is anymore. <laughs> but, yeah, um, the, the Sony Cinematic Spider-Man villain universe. I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, uh, there's no mention of Morbius. There's no mention of any other heroes or anything. It's its own movie in that way. Um, and it's funny, and the action is fun. I do yeah. think they did a better job in this one of having the action be clearly seen. Where yeah. um, I was really worried because you know Venom is a black character in the color design not in um race but a black character and a lot of times a lot of scenes are at night and we had no problem seeing this movie at night scenes and everything looked clean and crisp and the 3D was good um you know I think my 3D had my theater had a 3D problem but overall it wasn't bad um it, 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 other circumstances it could have been really bad because the dark scenes, but this worked really well. It's nicely bright, and you see what's going on, and to an extent, you understand what's going on. Where the first Venom, I felt like a lot of stuff was like, okay, they're both fighting each other, but I don't know what's really happening, and this one, I got it. 
Yeah, like the 3D was an afterthought versus where this was clearly thought out in mind with a particular way of doing it, especially with the pops of collar. Andy Circus knows what he's doing. <laughs> Hopefully he gets more directorial work. Yeah, and uh, and there was a really good and they lit this beautifully, especially especially Venom. They lit him a lot from behind, which helped really make him pop. And uh, and I think we should mention uh, a lot of the background characters got a lot more to do. I mean, uh, the boyfriend. I mean, he actually came in and almost saved the day single handedly. Yeah, and yeah, uh, the gasoline. Uh huh. I mean, they were not. Mrs. Chen actually had more to do. Um, I mean, the actions in the in in the um, convenience store were a hoot. And even she even made a reappearance slightly, which I uh, was kind of thankful. Yeah, I was honestly thinking that you know that's how they will split it up, and that you know Venom would just have both of them, and Eddie and um, Anne or Michelle. Uh, um, Eddie and Anne, which is a character from Michelle Williams, um, will just be together, and Venom and New Venom, She Venom, will be there together, and that's how they can understand each other, and it works out. And there is like a, a dynamic that works because they were in a relationship together, and they were a part of Venom together, so they really understand each other to a different degree. But yeah, I agree with Classic Jack that they gave you know, Dr. Dan Lewis and Miss Chain a lot more. And it it worked. It actually gave them enough to be like, oh, cool, I like this, you know. I like Woody Harrelson in this a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, appropriately over the top. Yep. Yeah. He knows what movie he's in. And <laughs> um, Naomi Harris as Frances, she's crazy over the top too, but in the kind of way that makes sense for this kind of character. Just yep. sadly underutilized, especially with her powers. Because mm-hmm. uh, in the comic book, she's actually able to fly, and she doesn't do that, which is a huge shame. Yeah, Maybe to keep the budget low. Yeah, like yeah. To, she screams so much that she gets the uh, sound uh, sound vibrations to get her flying or something, right? I don't know. I just I, I looked up a, a minor thing about like she can fly. She does a screaming bit, and she also has uh, a power in her eye, uh, which uh, they don't use that either. <laughs> it just shows her with the the blacked out eye. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of these kinds of uh, characters in the various comics. Um, you know, the black uh, not Black Widow, but uh, what's her name, Black Canary. And DC is, yep. is very similar in some ways. But she's a good guy. Where the, you know, Shriek has always been a bad per, uh, villain. Um, and you do see at the end that it looks like Detective Mulligan has gotten part of the symbiote in him. Which I, they didn't show that, really. I, I, I don't know how that happened. Yeah, that was kind of like, okay, cool, I guess. You know, because yeah. it was like, yeah. Because Carnage was trying to kill him to get him out of the way, and he did, like, hang him, but you saw, like, a blue eye thing? I don't know what's going on there. I don't know all the different kind of symbiotes, so I don't... Well, that would be his character, Toxin, if they make a third film. Is, on one hand, this movie feels like it's building a universe and uh, moving forward 
And on the other hand, it feels like they're wrapping up the story. Yeah. Yeah, they're wrapping up Venom to, like, leave the Sony um, universe. Now, I, I feel that, I mean, I feel that because I feel that this is going to make it a ton of money, and it's already making a ton of money, so Venom 3 is all but guaranteed. Um, there's absolutely no, I, right now at least, seeing the box office numbers, seeing how much money it's made, people like this movie that I know of, um, I, I think this yeah. is guaranteed to keep going in some way. I mean, it made more than the first Venom, and this is also pandemic money, so it's huge either way you look at it. And thankfully so. I just hope that the next Venom movie movie um, has a different different thing altogether that they're fighting. Because I'm kind of... You could do this twice. You really shouldn't only do it once, but... You know, Venom versus Carnage is very similar, and Venom versus Riot is similar. You know, maybe Spider Man, because that'd be a classic. Because you know, Spider Man and Venom have that history. Yeah, I mean, they could. You know, there's a. I looked through the roster of Venom villains, and they're not very good. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, they're not all that interesting. Carnage is actually the best. So if they. You know, he basically ate him, which is like, what? He could just eat another symbiote? Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he ate his biggest villain and destroyed him. And now Eddie and him are, are on okay standing at the end of the movie. Um, but they decide to leave San Francisco and go to an island nation, which we don't know where what island they're in. Um, and yeah, Somewhere they- in the... Who knows where they're at, but it's a, and, uh, I guess we need to start talking about that, um, mid credit scene. Well, let's wrap up the the movie review. Um, so I give it a six again, uh, new Jake, you give it a six as well. And classic Jake, you give it an eight. Yeah. I'm sticking with my eight. That's fine. Yeah. You enjoyed it more than us, and that's fine. You don't. You don't have to. You don't have to concede or anything. Um. So yeah, we could. We all enjoyed it to a degree. Um. It was fun yeah. enough, and um. I liked it more than the first one enough that I'm positive. Where I was very negative toward the first one. I did not. You know. I get the tone here. I get the comedy here. I didn't connect with me the first time. So in that way, it's an improvement. Um, I mean, hopefully the extended cut, uh, hopefully there is an extended cut on the Blu-ray that maybe makes it better to make it raise the score. I mean, definitely could be R-rated. It definitely could be, yeah. you know, add 20 more minutes and actually had more violence and blood and it works out better. I think that could easily yeah. be in the Blu-ray and extended edition. You know. Yeah. Make it happen, Sony. Yeah, make it happen. Oh, Sony! Oh, they're making so much money hand over fist with this right now. Yeah, it them to put out an extended cut in theaters. So yeah, uh, nearing a hundred million for the weekend. That is awesome yeah. for them. They're, I mean, that's that's great regardless. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's like pre-pandemic good. I mean, yeah, I mean, it made more than the first Venom. So I mean, that also opened up in October and. 
that made eighty million dollars three years ago. So, and they're happy about that. And I think Sony is yeah. extremely happy about this. That they bet. Oh, on, yeah. They're like, okay, we're just gonna push this movie forward and see what happens. And it happened. They got money. They got the bank, and they're happy. And uh, I mean, they're, they're relatively cheap movies to make because I think each one only costs like a hundred million, if that. I mean, which is a lot of money, but for a comic book film, it's like a drop in the pan. And I like how Venom looks now. Like I feel like yeah. the first one, the CG wasn't a hundred percent there. I feel like this yeah. one, they nailed it. They completely nailed oh, it. Yeah. And it, I, I don't question it not being. You know, yeah, it's an alien. Yeah, it looks weird, but it fits that kind of narrative, and it, and it looks like the comic. Yeah, it looks like the comic. It looks, it works. Uh, it, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see this get a, an Oscar nomination for the visual effects because they're really good. It looks like they took advantage of their downtime and the delay. Yeah, I mean, because it was delayed by a full year, and yeah. And uh, you don't have to be in the same room to do CGI. No. All right, let's get to the post-credit scene, or mid-credit scene. Um, there is no post-credit scene, right? No. Just no. right. the one. So, the mid-credit scene, we, um, you know, we already saw that movie ends with Eddie slash Venom on an island of some sorts. And they go into a hotel and... Um, Venom is like, oh, um, you don't know everything going on. Um, and Eddie was like, what are you talking about? It's like, oh, I know, you know, the Venom life, you know, we know about the multiverse and things of the universe and I could give you some information. And he was like, yes. And we're like, okay. I'm like, audience. Yeah. Well, yeah. I want that. <laughs> I want that too. <laughs> yeah. And then there's like an earthquake and like he faces out of that hotel room into another hotel room that looks very similar, but they're somewhat different. Yeah. And then yeah, definitely upgrade. Yeah. Yeah, upgrade. And it's not even his room. <laughs> yep. And there's watching TV, and we see J. Jema Jomison, J. Jema Jameson talking about Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And Venom licking the screen. He's excited about Spider-Man. And we yep. all know what this means, that Venom is now in Spider-Man No Way Home. Confirmed. <laughs> I hope yeah. so. Um, yeah. And, he, and they're introduced to Spider-Man as a villain. And Venom, all through the movie, was talking about wanting to be a good guy, but getting to eat heads of bad guys. Yeah. And, um, you know, the whole universe shenanigans that Doctor Strange did phase them into this universe. So um, that also can explain why other Spider-Man characters are phased into here because the multiverse has concealed into one universe, I guess. I don't know. But that completely makes a, a easy way to have uh, Toby and Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man, Spider-Men or Spider-Man's um, I don't know. Spider Peoples? Um, Our heroes. So we haven't had official confirmation that they're in the movie yet. I mean, if they're not, I, I think that's going to be confirmed one way or another soon. Um, yeah. I think they're at the point now, if they're not in the movie, there's going to be rioting in the streets. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, 
I th- we both we all talked about this that we know Spider Man No Way Home is going to be a huge movie, but now mm-hmm. the stakes are so much higher that it's just like it's going to dominate. It's going to have two hundred million, you know, box yeah. office. <laughs> I think the only way they get away with not having uh, Wire and Andrew Garfield show up is if Doctor Strange actually turned out to be Agatha Harkness. Yeah. That would be the only way fans would forgive him. And then I yeah. doubt it would be much forgiveness. Now, it, it, does, it does confirm that a theory that people were thinking about. Well, maybe the universe itself hasn't been destroyed. Maybe Doctor Strange is teaching him a lesson. And it's all a dream of some sorts. And at the end of the dream, Spider-Man or Peter Parker wakes up. And then, okay, that's what your life would have been. And, you know, just like... Um, so it's a, it's a wonderful life. <laughs> yeah, just like a wonderful life. Nope, not happening because Venom had nothing to do with anything. He just got put into this universe, Eddie Brock. So who knows? I don't think any other Venom characters are going to be in the movie. I think it's just going to be Eddie Brock. Um, you know, maybe Morbius. <laughs> uh, if, if that movie ever comes out and releases a new trailer, maybe Anne. Maybe Anne. No, I mean Miss Chain would be a, a fun thing, but yeah. Um. <laughs> so I'm wondering. Uh, so uh, Eddie Brock is now in the MCU universe. So is he ever coming back to uh, the Venomverse, or is all that development kind of? It's oh, we are Dan and Anne are going to go off get married and talk and they're going to do a symbiote movie without Venom. Uh, I mean, I don't think Sony's going to let go of Venom that easily, so yeah. I think or I think contracts will get renegotiated after No Way Home makes $250 million opening weekend. <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, I mean, I don't think it will make that much, but I mean, we'll see. That, um, there is another tri- uh, Sony and, and and Marvel came to an agreement for another Spider-Man trilogy. Yeah, or at least Spider-Man to be in the MCU longer. So, I mean, we could have it where they just conceal. I don't know if Venom is out of the universe, or if that universe is consolidated into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Don't know. Or they're just going to be current and they can interlope whenever they want to. Um, I'm imagining that they're just going to consolidate in and um, and it is what it is. Like, I imagine, you know, is, is Toby going to see Venom? Is like, oh, I dealt with him before, you know. <laughs> That's <laughs> Just please don't let it be uh, What's-His-Face uh, from Spider-Man 3. Topher <laughs> um, Grace. Topher. Spider-Man 3, I hope he's editing, because yeah. he's a, a banger, uh, a film editor. I mean, I like Topher Grace, though, so I, I don't really mind that. Um, he, he knocked it out of Clark as So, I don't know how they're going to reconcile that, if Topher Grace would be in there, or if um, that he, Spider-Man, you know, Toby Spider-Man remembers it, but it's a different symbiote, you know, things get 
you know, switched out kind of thing. I don't know. Um, that's ans- questions to be answered in No Way Home if we have all the questions answered at all. Um, Jameson, played by the actor in the um, Sam Raimi trilogy, but he looks completely different. Yeah, yeah, Jay Jameson looks different. Um, so we'll yeah. see how it all works itself out, but I'm definitely more excited, and this is exactly what we were wanting. Exactly. So I'm very happy with that. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's everything from No Way Home. Um, that's No Way Home. From Venom, Let There Be Carnage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, they even had Let There Be Carnage said in the movie, and they even said the Lethal Protector, which is like the name of the subtitle for Venom. For So it's like... They know the movie they're in. They know what they're you know playing with. Yeah, it's it's kind of a nice throwback, sort of almost to like the mid two thousand or maybe even late nineties comic book movie, sort of. Yep. Or, yeah, they know what they're doing. They they know they're in a comic book movie. They're knowing their silliness, so you know they're yeah. having they're fun. Yeah, and it's a nice change of pace from all this universe shattering uh, we gotta save uh, half the universe alright I guess it's gonna be it for us bye 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 everybody before this podcast wraps up I wanna thank my patrons thank you Kano3D Mr. Bengal5 and Kevin Winter for your financial support on patreon.com so that's gonna be it for this podcast thanks for listening you can find 3D or 2D on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, and more. Just look for 3D or 2D. Links are in the info box. If you want to send us listener mail, our email address is email 3D or 2D at gmail.com. Thank you for either listening or watching this podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.